0: and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com.
1: No purchase necessary. VTW group. prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
0: Welcome back, everyone, to the Really Real Real Estate Podcast. <laughs> Are you fully amortized? (laughs) For those of you who love math, you're going to love today's episode. For those of you who don't like math, you may not find this episode all that endearing. Today, we talk about your monthly mortgage payment, what it means to be a fully amortized with that monthly mortgage payment, and just how fully amortized loans work. My name is Lou Lombardi. Now, here's your fully amortized real estate expert,
1: Jason Wilcox. (laughs) i would be fully amortized because i'm not cheap and so you have to pay me off in equally equal monthly installments until you can get me paid off over the course of 15 or 30 years so you're right lou i guess i would be fully amortized okay (laughs) of course that begs the question how much am i really worth and i just feel like i don't know that i want the answer to that question (laughs) because depending on who you talk to you might get some interesting answers (laughs)
0: <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. Well, we're going to talk about amortization. Yes. And uh, that's a, like a $64 word. And I don't know like really what it is. But um, do you, how do you want to start here? Do you want to start with the definition
1: or do you have some lead in Mr. Mr. Wilcox? I do have some lead-ins. So I guess we'll start there. Okay. Uh, to, first off, to, to your point, Lou, uh, you mentioned not knowing what this word means. Don't worry. No buyer or seller, seller in the history of buying and selling real estate knew what that word meant, unless they're either a lender or they work for a title company or they work as a real estate agent, because I'm pretty sure we're the only three that know. So have no fear, we'll talk about it today. But the, the big disclaimer that I want to make, and I know I say this almost every episode, but it bears repeating uh, for those of you who are out there listening, especially you attorneys that are out there listening, I am not a lender. Um, and so if you want uh, more details uh, about this topic or you want to get specifics on your loan as far as if your loan is fully amortized or how the amortization schedule for your loan works, you need to get with your your local trusted um, lending uh, person and talk with them so that they can guide you in the right direction for your specific um, situation. What we're doing today is just kind of giving you a broad 10,000-foot view of what this topic is all about because it is something important to know for, for buyers who are looking to purchase a home.
0: Okay. Very good. So, do you want to go ahead then and give us the definition
1: Yes, I would love to give you the death omission. So basically what (laughs) amortization means by itself is that you're looking to pay off a debt over time in equal installments. Uh, The idea is that maybe like with a house, it's a 10-year loan, 15-year loan, 20-year loan, 30-year loan. The idea is that you've got a set number of payments you need to make to pay off This loan, Um, a better way to look at it is, it's a closed-end loan. You know, if you if you've got so many equal installments you've got to make, versus something like a credit card that's open-ended. You know, you charge something one month, you pay it off, you can charge again the next month, and then you can pay it off, and you charge again the next month, and you pay it off, and the charges just keep going for forever and ever. The credit card never stops unless you stop making payments on it. Whereas with amortization, you're looking at paying in equal installments over a time, a specific debt and your goal is to get that debt to zero.
0: Mm, okay. Yeah. Okay. So not, not, like, not like a credit card then. So right. the Correct. idea is to pay this bad boy off.
1: Um, yeah. So what does it mean to be fully amortized? The idea of something being fully amortized is that every month you're making that monthly payment a portion of that monthly payment is going to the principal, the principal being your balance that you owe. The other portion of that payment is going to interest, meaning the money that the lender is making on the loan that they gave you. Because obviously no one's going to give you money for free. They want to make some money. I know, shocker, that people are not (laughs) wanting to give out money for free. They want money in return. (laughs) So fully amortized means that every month, you are paying a portion of that payment is going towards principal, your balance, a portion is going to interest. The idea being that however long your loan is, let's say in this case that we're talking about a 30-year home loan. At the end of the 30 years, if you stick with those monthly installments every month, your balance will be zero at the end of the 30 years. And again, it doesn't have to be a 30-year loan, it could be a 20-year home loan. If you pay those monthly installments every month at the end of the 20 years, your balance will be zero. That's what it means to be fully amortized. It means that every month you're making those payments, and as long as you keep those payments rigid and structured and you never deviate, you never miss a payment, you pay the exact same every month, at the end of that term, your debt will be completely paid off and you won't have to worry about that debt anymore. It'll be completely gone away. Um, kind of the same thing too with with car payments. You know, if you if you get buy a car for thirty thousand dollars, you know, same thing. You're paying if it's fully amortized, you're paying a portion every month your principal, a portion every month your interest. Let's say you get it for five years. If it's fully amortized, you make those monthly payments. At the end of the five years, the car's totally paid off and you own it.
0: Okay, so then. This begs the question, are there other types of loans besides fully amortized loans?
1: Yes. Now, this is where that disclaimer really becomes important (laughs) because I'll tell you this much. When I first learned about this uh, way back um, in a broker's course that I was taking, my head was about to explode. Um, And the more I studied it, the more I realized, to the best of my knowledge, a lot of these loans are not around anymore. So as you're listening to me and you're freaking out because you go, oh my God, is my home loan fully amortized? While, yes, you need to talk to your lender to make sure that they can confirm that your home loan is fully amortized, my gut tells me that 99% of you are fully amortized. So just keep that in mind as we go through this. So there are two... There are two other types of loans that come to my mind. Now, there may be more, but these are the basic ones that come to my mind. So you do have partially amortized loans. And partially amortized is exactly what you think it is. If fully amortized means every month you pay a monthly payment going towards interest and a portion of it going to uh, to your principal, and if at the end of the term your loan is completely paid off and your balance is zero, then partially amateurized is exactly what you think. You're still making monthly installments and every month a portion of that payment is going to principal and a portion of that payment is going to interest. The difference is at the end of the term of the loan, your balance is not going to be zero. There is potentially a balloon payment that is going to be made. A balloon payment being one final payment, that's the lump sum of the rest of what you owe. That's what partially amortized loans are. I don't know if those are even in existence right now. Um, I know they were very common with ARMS, adjustable rate mortgages. Um, Adjustable rate mortgages were huge in the 80s and 90s when interest rates on homes were 13, 14, 15, 16%. So that's where... uh, partially amortized loans came into play. To the best of my knowledge, because interest rates are so low right now, ARMS are basically a thing of the past, at least for now. Who knows? They may come back around. Or they may be out there in very, very, very specialized situations. But for the general population looking for a traditional conventional FHA, VA, USDA loan, I don't believe, to the best of my knowledge, again, not being a lender, but to the best of my knowledge, it is not um, it is not partially amortized, those type of loans are going to be fully amortized. But yeah, you would have a balloon payment at the end and and that balloon payment is due. So if you had a $100,000 loan and over the course of 20 years, you paid so much down, but there was still a $20,000 balance, you would have a balloon payment of $20,000 that you would have to make at the end of that 20-year you know, term if it was partially amortized. Interesting,
0: interesting. Yes. Okay, and uh, and then there is interest only. What's correct.
1: That? Yes. Interest-only loans are another, uh, I do know these are still out there. I will tell you this, they are very specialized situations. And if you're getting into an interest-only loan, don't worry, your lender will be having a very, very specific conversation with you. Interest-only is exactly what it says it is. In a fully amortized loan, every month you are paying a payment. A portion of it is going to principal And a portion of it is going to interest. And the idea being that the portion that's going to your principal, your principal is slowly getting lower. In an interest-only loan, all of that payment is going to the interest. You are not paying anything off the principal. The principal stays completely intact every month because you're not paying anything towards principal.
0: Now, this is something, though. I mean, aren't these, though, like – uh, like special, like uh, like only for a period of time, right? Because you've got to pay the principal off.
1: <laughs> yes, the the two, yeah, you do have to eventually it's not pay like it off. It,
0: just pay interest. Don't worry yeah. about it. Don't
1: worry about the principal. will just leave it there for the rest of your life. Yeah, there's two very specific situations that I can think of, um, and these may not be the only two, but these are the two that I can think of. The one interest only loan. If you remember, we had a conversation many many months back with Jim Martin. Um, if you have a buyer that's looking to build a new House, the lender will lend you money in stages to build the home. Like they'll give you a little bit of money to dig the foundation, and then they'll give you a little bit of money to put the framing up, and then they'll give you a little bit of money to like run the duct work and dry or the pre drywall stuff. So, like duct work, plumbing, electrical, and then they give you a little bit more money. And then when it's all said and done, they take that entire loan. They go, okay, this is everything that you owe. They lump it together. And at closing, when you close on your house nine months later, that lump of what you owe becomes fully amortized. But up until that point for the first like nine months while you're actually building, you have an interest-only loan because you're paying interest on the money they're lending you until the build is finished and then when it's finished they lump all the money you owe together into one large payment but for that nine months it's interest only Mm.
0: does that make sense lou yes i got you
1: yeah the other one that i've seen too um and this is a rarity but it's out there if you have a buyer that has to sell in order to buy because maybe their debt to income ratio is too high. They have too much debt going out and not enough um, income coming in. I have seen situations where the um, lender can actually take, the seller's current mortgage on their current house, convert it to an interest only loan. So instead of paying principal and interest, you just pay uh, interest only. So maybe instead of having a 900 a month mortgage, you have a $300 a month mortgage and you pay interest only, that gets your debt to income ratio down so that you can maybe purchase your new house without having to sell your current house. But same exact thing, Lou, you're only gonna do that for a couple of months Until you can get into your new home. Once you get into your new home, you can sell your old home. When you sell your old home, you're going to pay that old home loan completely off. So you may, again, only pay interest only for four to six months while you're trying to buy your new home, move in, and then sell the old home and pay that loan off. Because by going to an interest only loan on that old home loan, it can help reduce your debt to income ratio.
0: Okay. Makes sense.
1: Yeah. Those are the two that... That I've known, and I'm glad to hear they say they make sense to you, Lou, because (laughs) if you understand, that means I think I'm explaining it, because as my mother has always said, so many times the conversation makes sense up here in my head, but then (laughs) when I verbalize it. It's
0: not, what's the word? I mean, this isn't the most straightforward subject there's a lot of obviously if this then that and if not that then this and if it's right. raining on a tuesday but the sun comes out on thursday then you do this kind of like yeah i get i get it is confusing but i get the gist of what yes. what, what 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 this is all about so at this point do we need an example of how an amortized uh, loan works
1: Yes. Uh, I wanted to give a quick example with numbers, and hopefully this will make sense. Oh, boy.
0: I'm out of here.
1: (laughs) For those of you that didn't like 10th grade pre-calculus, you might not like this. But, Lou, let me know afterwards. Maybe maybe I can draw this math up and get it over to you (laughs) so that we can get it into the show notes. But if nothing else, I can show this to anybody in person. So if you ever get to me with a buyer's consult... This is how you want to do I, it,
0: guys. If you're confused on this, just call Jason. And that's yes. that's what this is
1: all about. Go ahead, buddy. But here's here's what I want to explain how this works. So we're going to make up a hypothetical situation. Say you buy a home and you have a mortgage for $100,000. And right now, interest rates are pretty low. The annual interest rate is 3%. So you have a $100,000 loan and you have a 3% interest rate. Okay. So let's run the, the math. In the first month, your balance is... Now, let's say the lender tells you, all right, Mr. and Mrs. Buyer, your principal and interest payment every month is going to be $450. That number is set by the bank. They tell you right up front, your monthly principal and interest payment is going to be $450. This doesn't include taxes. This doesn't include insurance. This doesn't include the private mortgage insurance just the principal and interest. Gotcha. So your principal and interest payment is $450 a month. Okay. Your balance is 100,000. Okay. Your annual interest rate is 3%. Now, annual means yearly, and we're looking at a monthly payment. So if you divide 3% by 12, you get a quarter of a percent. So every month you are paying a quarter percent interest on the balance of your loan. So for example, in that first month, your balance is $100,000. Your interest rate is a quarter of a percent because 3 divided by 12 is a quarter. If you multiply a quarter of a percent by 100,000, you get an interest payment of $250. Now we said that your monthly mortgage, your principal and interest payment was 450. So if your monthly principal and interest is 450, your interest is 250. 450 minus 250 is $200. So $250 goes to interest. That goes to the bank. That's a thank you for uh, lending you money. $200 is going to go to your principal. So $100,000 minus $200 is $99,800. Your new balance is $99,800. Okay. Lou, does that make sense? Yes, yeah, so I get it. No. Okay. Uh,
0: so the next month- I had month, to listen month, real carefully, but yeah. Took all my concentration,
1: but yes. <laughs> it, it does for me too, especially when I'm running these numbers. So now month two, your new monthly mortgage balance is ninety-nine thousand eight hundred. Same thing, three percent annual interest divided by twelve, quarter percent interest. You're gonna multiply that quarter percent by your new balance, which is ninety-nine thousand eight hundred. When you do that, you get two hundred and forty-nine dollars and fifty cents. So last month we paid $250 in interest. This month it's a little bit lower. We're paying $249.50 so in the interest. The amount
0: going to interest each month comes down
1: as you pay down the ba- as you pay down the principal a little bit. Yes. Okay. Yes. And subsequently the amount that you're putting towards Principle goes, goes up. up. So, because remember, your principal. As you get towards the it, end, you're
0: paying it off faster and faster the closer you get. Yes.
1: It, yes. And so it's almost like it's one of those reasons why it's like kind of like a bell curve, because in the beginning, you're paying so little in int- or so little in principal, principal but right. every month the more and more you pay towards principal the less and less you pay on interest because your balance comes down so you put $249.50 towards interest remember 450 is your principal and interest payment minus 24950 now you're putting $200 and 50 cents towards the principal so now your old balance was $99,800, you're going to subtract $200.50, you're going to get $99,599.50. That's your new balance for month three. And then you just keep keep going on the cycle, $99,599.50 times that quarter percent interest now comes to $249. So your interest went down a little bit more. $249 is being paid in interest, $450 minus the $249. Now you're putting $201 into principal. So again, interest keeps coming down a little bit, principal keeps going up. So this month, since you put $201 into principal, subtract that off your old balance, $99,599.50 minus the 201. Next month, your balance becomes $99,000. $348.50 $348.50 and you just keep repeating the cycle 99 and yeah. bottles of beer
0: on the Hello wall well. <laughs> take one down pass it around 98
1: bottles of beer on the wall exactly, that's exactly what's going
0: on that's, just- that's
1: exactly how this works exactly <laughs> but the idea being that with every month your balance goes down a little bit and um, because of it, less goes to interest, more goes to principal. Now, let me throw you just a real quick curveball, uh, real quick.
0: Just a when good I thought ball. I
1: was getting it. Oh. So, just as a hypothetical, <laughs> going back to the first month, your balance is a hundred thousand. Your principal and interest is four fifty. That first month, you're going to pay two hundred and fifty dollars in interest, and two hundred is going to go to the principal. Let's just say hypothetically that instead of paying $450 that month, you decided to up it a little bit. Let's let's say you had a good month at work, got some overtime, and instead of paying $450, you pay $650. You pay $200 more. Well, the good news for you, Mr. and Mrs. Buyer, is that you're still only putting $250 into the interest. The interest doesn't change. Instead of putting $200 to principal, you're putting 400 principal and because you're doing so instead of tra- subtracting 200 from the old balance you're going to subtract 400 okay. so the next month instead of paying interest on $99,800 you're going to pay principal on, you're going to pay interest on a balance of 99,600 the idea being that you're always going to pay interest on the old balance which is why It behooves you to pay a little over each month because the more you pay over, put it directly towards the principal, the quicker you're going to pay down that balance. The quicker you pay down that balance, the less and less each month is going to go towards interest. And again, that's just going to snowball effect, which is why we always encourage people to pay off their loan a little bit quicker if they are able to do so.
0: Yeah, of course. Just good common sense. Whether you understood anything that was said in the last five minutes or not, just remember that part.
1: (laughs) Pay off off sooner, better. (laughs) Yeah and 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 one other quick side note um i'll be very interested to go back and listen to this episode lou because to all my (laughs) listeners out there i actually listen to all my episodes i'm curious to see how they come out how they sound how i sound am i rambling am i coherent am i making sense so i'll be very curious right now this is very easy for me to follow because what Lou can see that no one else can see is i have all my notes right in front of me but i'll be curious to see if when i just listen to it (laughs) if i can follow my own math and i know if i can't follow it well I, i think now I think you explained
0: yeah. it. I, I it makes sense. It makes sense. As you as you pay it goes more towards that then that's a little bit less. So so now you're yeah. paying interest on a little bit less money each month as yeah. you go as you go down the line. That's yeah. that's the gist of what of what you're saying. Yes. Okay. Any uh, any final thoughts here before we uh wrap up for today?
1: Nope. I think the, the the biggest just thought I have is um, if this all made sense to you, hopefully you understand this is why even if you only have a few extra bucks a month, 50 bucks, 100 bucks, 150 bucks, if you're able to put it towards your monthly mortgage payment, you will be shocked at a how much quicker you can shave off a 15 a 20 or a 30 year loan and second how much money you're going to save yourself in interest because every month you're going to be paying less and less to interest and if you get that principal balance down sooner than every month because if you want to if you want to cry yourself to sleep one night run the numbers and see how much someone pays in interest off of a $150,000 house it is it will make you cry how much we pay an in interest uh on a on a on a thirty year loan. So pay it down sooner. Give yourself, you know, the benefit of A, paying it off sooner. And B, not that we don't love the banks, but the banks deserve a lot less money than what they get. So <laughs> unless a bank wants very, to sponsor me, then by all means get as much money as you can.
0: Very diplomatically put, Jason. Very Thank diplomatically
1: you. put. Uh, okay, guys, that's the uh, Really Real Real
0: Estate Podcast. Uh, Jason wants to be your real estate advisor. As you can see, he's actually pretty good with numbers. He writes everything down. He can show you exactly how it all shakes out. Uh, if you're interested in stuff like this, you're you know even if you're not thinking about buying or selling right away, maybe this is something that's a year, maybe even two years down the road for you, it's good to have somebody like Jason, to have Jason, I should say, uh, sort of on your side, on your team now, so he can sort of guide you and advise you along the way. The best way to get a hold of Jason, of course, is his cell phone at four one two six five one four six three eight. That is four one two six five one four six three eight. You can call or text. And you may also email Jason at Jason.wilcox at Pittsburghmoves dot com. Thank you guys so much for hanging out. Um sorry i hope we didn't bore you too much with all the math uh but it's it, when you break it down it's actually you know it, it's actually kind of kind of all makes sense uh just go back and listen listen to it on slow speed put it on play it back at stepdad speed and um and then you know you, you, maybe you'll pick up on it a little bit better if it's hard for you to catch <laughs> all right and in any case it was great hanging out with you guys today and we'll catch you all on the next really real real estate podcast.